We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, the Warriors beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 137, 125. They are currently in pole position to be the five seed in the West. As you and I know, that could change by 6 a.m. tomorrow, basically. But yeah, big win. Big win over the Oklahoma City Thunder and what was a rough first half but the Warriors turned it on I classic home cooking for the Golden State Warriors that was uh I know you're gonna lead the way here Sam but that game was something special that was one of one of the best Jordan Poole games that I've seen probably I mean in a long time and uh he really saved this season so um yeah, man, there's a lot to talk about. The Warriors, when they win these type of games, feel like they're defending champions, and then they lose those same road games in Denver against a team without Jokic, and then they feel like they're a playing team, right? Even in the same game, they kind of feel like they're a playing team sometimes through two and a half quarters. So, But they play the last 16 minutes or so, just like how they were playing in the NBA Finals. And, I mean, they blew Oklahoma City out, Sam. Like, with two and a half minutes to go, uh, Dagonal, the OKC coach, pulled the starters. That... <laughs> They were winning to start the fourth. So that type of performance is, is special. Yeah. they. Let, let's get into it real quick because I feel like, uh, you know, I could say Draymond Green, player of the game, Jordan Poole, player of the game, Moses Moody, mm. potentially player of the game. A lot of positives to go from. So the starting point with this is going to be the negative, the starting lineup. Mm. No Clay Thompson. Steve Kerr goes with a lineup he has not played all season. Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kuminga, Anthony Lamb, and Draymond Green. And lo and behold, they start awful. And it, it and honestly, I think it kind of resonated the whole first half. Uh, you know, just a mess. This is the type of thing that Steve Kerr does that kind of drives me insane. Yeah, that was an obvious mistake. You, I mean, every, who did it <laughs> say there was a mistake before the game started? Um, the on-off numbers are good for that lineup. It, it has been good all season. Draymond Lamb and, and Kaminga. I don't care 
it, you cannot start a game that you have to win at home with a guy that is playing over DiVincenzo. Like the issue is you're playing him over DiVincenzo, GP2, Moses Moody, uh, guys that should be playing on the floor, and you're playing that guy. And that's the problem. Um, I thought Kaminga was whatever tonight, but Draymond, right? You're you're just playing guys over him that are um or playing guys, playing him over guys that should be playing. Um, which ironically, Sam, all those guys were amazing the moment they stepped on the court, DiVincenzo, GB2, and Looney. So um, they were down eight. They were down 17, eight, uh, 17, nine, almost off the bat. So um, they they climbed uphill pretty much all first half, like you said. Um, and then when they finally got over the hill, it was game over. It shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't. But can't we say that for this season? Isn't it kind of just what the season has been? None of this stuff should be that difficult. Just play your good players and you'll win games. But, I mean, that's how the Warriors have been all year. Yeah, I mean, I got the lineup. I understood the idea of, okay, you're going with Stefan Poole. You theoretically want a bigger front line. You want to play your bigger wings to cover for that. Um, obviously, you don't have Andrew Wiggins. Uh, you don't have some of the wings you had in the past. So Anthony Lamb is best option you have in terms of the 3 and D burly wing to get out there. But it's just one of those things where it's just like game 80, uh, you know, we're beyond the experimenting portion of the season, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you kind of have to go with what works. And, you know, I, I'll give I'll give credit for for adjusting away from it. But that was a frustrating yeah, start. Real shocker. Yeah. Good job, Steve. Do the obvious. But anyway, that, I felt like that was probably the only negative out of this game, though. Right. Yeah. Just just that because uh, it did set the tone, like you said, for a pretty Pretty disgusting first half, but once they righted the ship, it was uh, it was smooth sailing. Yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like um, credit needs to go, and I didn't throw Dante and Looney into this right now, but it's just kind of like, uh, I don't call them the bench mob, but guys who've been stalwarts of this rotation, maybe they've been underappreciated at times, just, just came through big tonight, you know? Dante... Uh, <sighs> He's another one of those guys where it's like, yeah, he's 6'3", 6'4", but he plays a lot bigger than he is. He had six rebounds tonight, um, hit big shots, and he ended up playing – What did, did he play the whole second half? 32 minutes. <laughs> it felt like they went away from it. Looney, just Mr. Reliable. How many times have we seen Steve Kerr go with the, we're going to start small, and then the second half starts, he's like, I made a mistake. I'm going to Looney. <laughs> just, and then they closed with him too. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. I, so he's one of your five best players. I I understand the desire to want to go small, but you don't have those type of wings anymore. You have uh, And then there's another guy that 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 you talk about glue minutes. I mean, there's mm-hmm. four guys, but Dante's one, Looney's one, and then the third one is GP2, who had a huge, huge, huge dunk. Um, anytime they put GP2 and Dante out there, don't you feel like they're gonna make every tiny but that's not it's not a tiny play especially in these type of type of playoff atmosphere games like they'll get a poke away they'll get mm-hmm. an offensive rebound they'll they'll make a shot at the buzzer like an eight foot kind of push shot at the buzzer like gb2 did though they'll just do all these little things that honestly the warriors haven't done all season just haven't done all season they haven't had the guys to do it this season uh Joe michael green isn't that guy james wisen wasn't that guy uh, Lamb isn't that guy to me. And so it's just all season they haven't had guys who could do all those little things. And then when I see Dante and GP, what I'm trying to say is they make winning plays. Winning yeah. plays. And the Warriors and, and, don't have enough winning plays, guys. 
And and he went with that down the stretch. They went with four guards, but they were winning guards, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. was one exactly. It, it was kind of it, look, man. I don't think Steve Kerr wants to play four guards. Uh, I don't think any coach other than Don Nelson wants to play four guards. Um, but it was it was kind of Nelly ball where you're just kind of like, you know what? These are the best I have. And I'd rather lose with my best than try to force Anthony Lamb out there. Um, no disrespect to him, but like, you know, playing a wing for the sake of playing a wing, it, it's no different than playing a big for the sake of playing a big. Yeah, it's true. And it just, you know, they went with what works and and that's what happens when you get to the winning time of the season. You just kind of ride what you have. Also, I was thinking about this during that lineup playing uh, that that four guard lineup with Draymond, and they didn't close, but they played a bulk of that fourth quarter. I, I, to me, that lineup works so much better than the Steph Clay pool lineup, j- just because Dante and GP are elite defenders. Elite, well, they're, scra- they're scrappy. Yeah, and and Clay isn't. And when you've got Steph Clay anymore, and when you've got Steph Clay and Pool in there, the defense just isn't there. Because you've got two guys that are are getting hunted, and really almost three with Clay, and then on offense, Clay's not making the same offensive rebounding plays and cutting plays. He's another guy that's trying to chuck a shot up, which is why you know you and I have sat here and said we don't need to see the Steph Clay pool. Which is not to say that those guys shouldn't be on a team together, but it just fits a lot better when you've got the so, scrappy so, defensive guys like GP and Dante to, to go me, with Steph and Pool. To me, it's more of offense than defense. Um, because mm. GP two's not hunting his own shot, Dante Dante's going to take some threes, but he's also going to move the ball. Whereas when you play Pool, Clay, and Steph together, that's three guys who want to be the they're the first or the second option at all times. That's a lot of shots. It's a lot of guys who are not looking to make the extra effort play, and um, and, and it's not to say they won't make them, but it's just not their role on this team. So I, I do think it fit together. By the way, a guy who fit in tonight as kind of one of those effort guys who could hit shots, who we haven't talked about, Moses yep. Moody. Yep. Might have been his best game of the season. Probably his best game of the season. Um, you know, when he plays like this, it, it, it kind of frustrates me that it feels like he's had a lost season. Because I I legitimately think this is a 20-plus minute per game NBA wing. You know, he's the the tip dunk he had, the re the crashing the glass, we know he can shoot. It's just, you know, it's better it comes around now than never. And maybe maybe he needed kind of the tough love to get here. You know, maybe that's part of it, but it's just like it, you know, watching him play that way, don't you feel like you could have seen a little more of this I, earlier? I mean, you, you're teeing me <laughs> up, brother. I mean, you're teeing me up. I, I, I've been saying it for, I, not, and we're not the only ones. A lot of people out there have been saying the same thing. And, and also, let's be, let's be clear. A lot of people within the Warriors organization have asked the same question: like, why isn't Moses oh, Moody playing? <laughs> just you can put one and one together. It's two. Uh, it's two. Two being just why isn't he playing? It's not like the Warriors have been this championship team all season. They can't afford to give him minutes. Um, and he's also out there. He's not doing the Kaminga stuff, right? He's not. He's not. He's a smart player. And as much as I love Kaminga, Moses Moody is a much smarter player than Kaminga. He's not as athletic. He's not as good defensively. Blah, blah, blah. But 
Um, you watched him tonight. You one-handed offensive rebound in the finish, right? You, you offside. He got five boards, four threes. I mean, like you said, it's just 26 minutes. He should have been playing. Maybe not that much all season, but he should have been playing. He it never should have been consistent. Been 15 to exactly. 20 minutes. And by the, same with Kaminga, who should have been had. Should have. There have been times where Kaminga's been benched, and we're just sitting here like, yeah, you know, and it's just unfair to those guys. I wish I shouldn't say unfair. Life isn't fair, but they they're better than to be benched uh all sure. season so it's been i think of it kind of like it's not the same scenario as trey lance but trey lance looks like he's out the door in san francisco and to me it's always been they never really gave him a chance i mean they wasted his first year by playing jimmy g complete waste and you when you talk about a wasted season that's that's what it feels like to be um i'm not even gonna bring up james wiseman but you just talk about like guys like oh, he, not... got his, he got his chances that's the problem <laughs> well um, he's getting but... a chance now but yeah anyway it's it's rough but good good to see him have a good game but but to your point, you either gotta give the kid a chance or you gotta move him. Just move it's him. one it's one or the other on, on some level. And you know, Moody Moody played excellent and and hopefully this catapults into more consistent play for him because yep. he can he can help this team. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Sword Vitality. Listen up, Dub Nation, especially all our guys out there. We have a special offer on the newest addition to your daily self-care routine. Do you shower? Brush your teeth? And I know you manscape to keep the ladies in your life happy. Listen, no shame. Self-care is cool and manly. And that's why you need to add Sword Vitality Excalibur to your daily routine. Sword Vitality Excalibur can encourage optimal sexual health by increasing blood flow to help you thrive when it matters. Trust me, you might think your girl's happy, but what if she could be happier? This 30-day regimen designed to benefit your reproductive function can help maintain a healthy libido and stamina. Now, who doesn't want to last longer? You'll be proud of this product. It looks good on your shelf. It sure as hell feels good, and it shows your partner you care. Add Sword Vitality to your pregame, and you'll always be ready for game time. Visit SwordVitality.com now. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS at checkout for a nice discount. That's SwordVitality.com. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS, and that discount won't be the only nice thing that you'll be getting. Um, I, I meant to ask you this, uh, on the last pod, but it, it slipped my mind. Do you think GP two's fully back physically? What, what do you think of his play? I, you know, I feel like you lead me on because you've asked me this a couple of times. And at this point, I think it's like, are you, are you trying to tell me that maybe he is? I, I, he had a tip, <laughs> tip slam dunk tonight. And I was, I kind of screamed and Reese looked at me like, what the fuck? Um, because I was a little shocked. I was like, oh man, um, really haven't seen that too much in the games that he's been back so far, right? Um, so it's been interesting. Um, I don't know, he feels like kind of the same guy to me. Uh, maybe he doesn't have the same finishing ability, but he does all those things, you know. When the standards have been set and the bar has been set so low this season, I watch something like GP2 play 17 minutes and be a plus line. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm as happy as can be. It's, 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 he played four minutes in the first half. And I think Steve Kerr did that for a reason, knowing that he'd have to play the majority of the second half on SGA. Um, well, I think, I think he had some, some, there, there seemed to be some, uh, physical thing there, which turned out to be nothing. But he twisted he did, his ankle too, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't, I really don't think Steve Kerr wanted to only play him four minutes when the Thunder were, Basically, just destroying the fucking, doing whatever they fucking want. Yeah. But, you know, point stands. Um, I also trust Celebrini, Rick Celebrini, the Warriors medical 
head yeah. head of medicals because he just yeah he's always someone we'll, we'll get to some of the like like Wiggins in a second but he feels like someone that oh you're ready to play let's wait another game let's <laughs> wait another game then let's get you in there you know type of guy I'll say this about Celebrini oh here's a Dr. Naros oh go ahead go ahead he um they don't win the title without him last year and he's been very good at getting guys healthy in a way that's meaningful for staying healthy. So even if it's frustrating to you and me when guys stay out, like he knows what he's doing. You don't see the Warriors have a lot of guys who come back and re-aggravate and do no way that type of stuff. So, you know, that's it. What am I got Dr. Naroff say? Yeah, um, th- throwing up here. He says that uh, GP2 looked great physically, given his time away. And the fact that core injuries can impact explosiveness and agility. So, that thing was a serious injury. I just never took it that way because you don't normally see people with a core injury, right? It's just an ankle, a knee, and basketball. It's all kind of the, usually the sure. same stuff. Um, so I just never think of core injury as serious. S- serious. Sprain ankle is just like run of the mill. Like you and I both yeah. know what that means. Core is kind of um, it's kind of nebulous. Like I don't, I don't really know what that means. You know, like that type of thing. Like yeah. so, yeah. Um, Gotta give some love to Jordan Poole. Yes. Who played an excellent game today and who's kind of been on a little bit of a heater yes. recently. Um, I'm gonna go on a little Jordan Poole rant right now. I'm gonna let you respond to this. I think he gets it too hard from Warrior fans. I think for all the turnovers off the foot and the poor defensive play, Steph is 35. Clay's 33 did not play tonight. This team would be out of the play-in without someone else who could carry the offensive load on a nightly basis. Now I'm not saying it needs to be a guard, but in this case it's a guard and Jordan Poole, when he is locked in is a very lethal guard and can be an absolute weapon that it's, it's, it's just tough to guard Steph when Jordan Poole and him are both going at the same time. Um, and, you know, he, he deserves he deserves his credit here. That's all I'm going to say. I That was a season-saving fourth quarter from Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this team is a playing team. They lose that game tonight. Look, they can still be a playing team. They can go up to Sacramento and lose that game. But, but they, they control their own destiny correct. now, which if they lost, they would not. Correct. And he saved them. Uh, Steph was, you know, 11 for 25, 34 points. Classic Steph. We don't even talk about it because whatever. <laughs> um, but Jordan Poole was very much the Clay Thompson, like prime Clay Thompson offensively to Steph tonight. And uh, I disagree with you, you know, with the fact that, you know, we've been too hard on JP just because he's been freaking terrible most of the season. But it's been weeks now of Jordan Poole being very good. This is not a all of a sudden Poole is playing well at this game. He's been very good for a while now. Uh, the turnovers are lower. Like I don't even think he dribbles off his foot anymore more than once a game. The crazy shots are still there, but he also makes them. He got fouled on one tonight, and he made a couple tonight. He's getting to the hole. He's getting guys involved. He's been so good lately, and this is, I think it culminated with, maybe not culminated because you want more out of him than just tonight, but tonight mm-hmm. felt like a uh, season-saving, season-defining win for him um, with Clay out. With Clay out, we got word an hour before the game that Clay had a back injury, right? And to your point about Steph being 35, how about Clay? How about Clay? Clay, the guy who that, we, that, you know? He so. felt like an Iron Man. 
Uh, and it's wild. We think he's an Iron Man given. Uh, and he kind of has been, been this season. And he still. has been. Yeah. He has been. But that doesn't mean he's not susceptible to a couple of these, you know? Yeah. And and, and then, boom, you have this guy. It, you know, $140 million shouldn't be a luxury type of player. And he's not. <laughs> he's a necessity, right? And they lose this game without him tonight. They, they absolutely lose this game. Because Steph even looked tired a little bit. Steph has yeah. been looking tired a little bit. And that's... You know, a lot of road game. I mean, a lot of a lot of like one day rest games. He's had a couple back to backs. He's not rested at all, and you can say he's only played fifty five games this season. But um, you can see Seth's a little, little tired, a little tired. A couple days off will be good for him, I think. Um, so the last almost month, Jordan Poole is shooting thirty nine percent, thirty eight percent from three. And on some level, I wonder if it's that simple for him at times, like. We get so frustrated with a lot of things he does, the herky-jerkiness, the uh, dribble off your foot. But a lot of that stuff doesn't matter if the ball goes in the hoop. A lot of stuff doesn't matter if you're shooting 40% from three instead of 30% from three, right? Um, and And sometimes I wonder if it's just that simple with him, like, He's a very creative player. He creates for other players. He's not, he's not a point guard. He's not a true point guard. He's more of a combo guard, right? Um, but when he gets in those negative cycles, it's mostly just a ball's just not going in the hoop as much as you need it to for a guy to be the front option, right? Yeah. I mean, better shots helps, I think. Better rhythm helps. But I is mean, he is he even taking better shots or is he just making – <laughs> is he just making you think so ball. you think he's just making more of the crazy shots i mean yeah i think so i mean i'm still frustrated half the time i'm watching if, him with the shots but it feels like he's a little more in control but i could easily be convinced that's me just playing the results a little yeah. bit you know yeah like i'm not i'm not i'm not 100 convinced that that's actually what's going on full, uh, so- full, full in transition he did a in and out dribble with his left hand and then spin back to the right with a layup between two people, yeah. and I'm just watching that. And I'm like, you know, for everything that I say, you watch something like that to put away the the thunder. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. Very few players could do that. Yeah, uh, and and to our guy Sam G in the chat, he goes, he's been making more thirty footers. Like, yeah, uh, when you pull from thirty, but you hit it, it's cool. When you pull from thirty and it bricks off the back of the rim repeatedly, that's when Andy gets mad. <laughs> 33% from three this season, by the way. Um, on about the same volume as he did last season. So it's not – yeah, you could probably well, – but, but it's been better recently. But it also speaks to how it hasn't been good in the beginning part of the season. So, <laughs> 36% you know. last season. So just to give you a little perspective. Yeah, it was about 37% last th- – yeah, you're right. Yeah, something like that. And then 39 in the playoffs where he was really – playoff JP was a thing. Uh, maybe he didn't close every game, but he had multiple monster games in the playoffs. 79 games so far. He's probably going to play 81 out of 82, right? So no, he's playing, he's, I think he's playing 82. I, they don't have backups. <laughs> well, there's only two games left. Am I missing a game that he missed? Did he not miss one? Did basketball reference just not count this as the 80th game? Either way, he's Correct. played. Yeah, e- either way, he's going to play. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the best. The best. Uh, what is it? The best. I forget the quote. The best something is availability. Anyway, the best ability is availability. It's uh, true. It's true. Look, man. Speaking of availability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good that is a good <laughs> transition. So, a one number 22 
was available in pregame. Wiggins is back, man. Um, he's not, he didn't play tonight. We knew he wasn't going to play tonight. Mm. I don't know if he's going to play the final two games. I mean, we, we talked about it uh, off camera, but like Celebrini is going to do what he does, right? He's either going to be like, oh, Wiggins looks great, and he'll let him play, or he's going to be like, no, he needs a little more time. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like the the only – the person I have the most faith in the Warriors organization is Rick Celebrini. Like, they don't win last year's title without him, and um, generally, as annoying as his cautious approach can be, it, it tends to be correct. It, it does. Uh, it does. He is – it doesn't even annoy me anymore um, because it, every time- it annoys me when I turn on the game and I don't get to watch the play. <laughs> <I> watch, but <laughs> <laughs> I pay money and I don't see Steph. Although they don't, they don't sit guys at home. Um, at least they they'll never sit Steph at home. Then that's for sure. Joe, that that's from Joe. By the way, um, you're not you're not you're not doing that in my in my arena. Um, <laughs> you're not doing that in my arena. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious uh, when he'll play. Um, he said he was working out. He said. He was some of the quotes were, you know, he's he lifted a little bit. Um, you know, he did some conditioning. So I, I'm curious what shape he's gonna be in. He, the, the the real scary part of this, and there's nothing they can do to you can't just fast track him, is that if the Warriors are gonna be out of the playing game, regardless of what happens, the first or second game that Wiggins plays is gonna be a do or die game. So you're either getting Wiggins in a play-in game, which is win or or go home. That's or, the worst case scenario. Right. <laughs> well, that's the worst case scenario. Or you're going in the sack or you're going in a Phoenix. And, you know, I assume he isn't going to start, but he's going to be guarding KD or he's going to be I guarding De'Aaron Fox, who's been having a special season. Uh, so, you know, that's it's it's tough for him. Right. I know. I know he probably, you know, he just came back now uh, and, and maybe he wish he would come back early, whatever. But he's back now and it is tough for him unless he's back out there immediately on Friday and Sunday and he's playing. You know, 20 I will minutes, say- right. I will say this, um, at least a best of seven in um, best case Sacramento where, uh, you know, they, they don't have a elite wing, right? Like Sacramento is like point guard driven team. They're not a uh, oh, Keegan Murray. Relax. <laughs> hey, he had night, he had relax, night tonight, relax. you know, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, yeah. they run their offense through their point guard. They don't run and, and through their center. They don't run it through like a uh, six, seven wing. Um, that's the type of situation where he can get his legs under him much easier than like, oh, bro, playing game against LeBron. You know, <laughs> like that's yeah. Yeah. Like, so, um, you know, from a from a just a realist standpoint, like that's kind of it's kind of what you're hoping for. Can, can we also talk about Bob Myers? Yeah. <laughs> was, by the <laughs> way, if I get Jerry Maguire. Oh out there, my God. Um, so <laughs> like, like, let's be honest. Like, um, I was curious how Wiggins was going to handle this because he's not a he's not a media guy. He's definitely not an uncomfortable guy. Um, and uh, you know, I should have seen this coming. Bob Myers, absolutely elite. Oh he's like, God. what do I do to help my player? I am going to stand in front of him and yeah. make it about me. Yeah. And um, one, uh, leadership is about doing what needs to be done to make 
your team do better. And that is textbook example. Do you think he does that for Steph Curry? No, because he doesn't need to do it for Steph. To, yeah, exactly. But um, what, what a legend. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a man that knows exactly what button to push and exactly who to do it for. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. Like you just said, if it's Steph Curry, that's that went through what Wiggins did, whatever he did. Whatever, man. Just throw Steph out there. He'll be fine. He'll figure it out. Um, Draymond, come on. Throw him out there. Clay Thompson, don't even bring him out there. Don't even bother, right? Um, But with Andrew Wiggins, the Warriors played it perfectly. I I think you could say just to to the way that they kind of made it so that, hey, it's a private thing. You know, we're going to keep it in-house. We're not going to allow anyone to ask questions. And when they come out here, Bob Myers got his heart in his hand, hat in his hand. Just kind of out here massaging your, your 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 whatever, and just kind of telling you like he's a great person. You know, sports is about human, and you want to be able to love that person. You know, Wiggins is a hard guy to get to know. Like all this fucking bullshit, honestly. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm eating this up. I'm listening. I'm eating this up. And the next thing you know, I'm not asking any tough questions. I'm not asking him what actually happened. Like I don't care anymore. I Who mean, cares? I mean, <sighs> who cares? He literally patted the media on the head and said, I appreciate you not asking tough questions. It's incredible. Like, come on, man. It's incredible. Come on. But he's good. He's good at his job. And he protected Wiggins at least for for one day. And and honestly, forget like protecting him or anything. He did what he needed to do as a GM to ensure that one of his key players was comfortable and ready to perform. Because like that's what's important. If you're if you're a Warriors fan, all you really care about is that the team is healthy and ready to compete when it matters. And Bob Myers did exactly what he needed to do right there, which was, you know what? Like Wiggins isn't the type of guy who's comfortable in these situations. I'm going to do everything I can to control the situation, um, lend support, deflect anything from him, and move forward. No one knows anything, and maybe they never need to, and maybe they shouldn't ever need to. I, yeah, I mean, and now he's back. He's he's saying that he's in a much better place uh, to be able to play basketball. So hopefully he's ready to go. And all. And another thing I find interesting is, do you think they'd do this if he was that, you know, if he was like, you know, the second best player on a finals team last season? Because you saw him in that COVID situation, and they threw him out there to the Wolves in the COVID situation, and, and they almost maybe, damn maybe that, forced maybe him. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you remember that. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Um, they saw that that, uh, that well. approach didn't work for him. Uh, he's not, you know, everyone responds differently to different situations. And then um, more importantly, after that, he proved himself to be, quite frankly, a better basketball player than I ever thought he could be. Uh, he, he was phenomenal. He was the second best player in the finals for them, and, and, and rightfully so. So it's just it's one of those things, right? Yeah, so hopefully he's playing on Friday. Dude, they've got Wednesday and Thursday off, right? And sacks a two-hour drive. So, you know, he might he might be back out there on Friday night. That is our, the our, dream. Hour thirty, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm headed up there in a couple in a couple weeks. So hopefully it is just an hour thirty. All right. I don't think he. Um, my let's make a prediction. I, my gut instinct is I don't think he plays before the end of the regular season. What really? Well, it, it, it's. 
there's only like four days left. I think so. he plays on Sunday. I think he so, plays like, like honestly, like it, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not making some grand proclamation. I just think Celebrini's going to hold him out for four days. So I don't. <laughs> I, could I, be, I could be wrong. Like I, I'm completely guessing. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think he plays. I think he plays Sunday. Um, they got to get him some minutes out there. Uh, Do they? before before? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not, but I watched him in the regular season come back, and and he looked pretty rusty uh, when he came back from that initial injury. And, 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 you know, he's not coming back for an injury, so it's different, right? He's not coming back from a physical injury. So maybe it's different because the last time we saw Wiggins, he was looking really good. Really that, yeah, good. Yeah, he was. So, that was he, literally the game before he left was his best game of, the, of a stretch. So, yeah. Lightyear's podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Should we get to some callers? We got some live callers. Let's get to some. Oh, nice. Let's get some goons. We have Sierra. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Leading off. Oh, wow. I'm first. Okay. It was good, you guys. This game was super entertaining. I want to talk about three players. You guys all talked about them. Great takes. So first, I would like to start with Dante DiVincenzo. He is easily one of my favorite players that have ever played on this team. Like, he is the prototypical Warriors player. And I truly feel like stats can't account for what he brings to the court. Like, the energy, and I don't know, he's kind of been on one these past few games. Like, it's almost like, like he's been in that, like, refuse like refuse to lose type mentality. So I'd love to see that from him. And I don't know what you guys think, but from my observation, I think he's got to be one of the best guard rebounders in the league. Like, based on his minutes that he gets, his positioning is amazing. And, like, the offensive rebounds are really what I look at the most with him. So I just want to give him a little props for that. As for Moses Moody, you know, I can proudly say I've stood behind him all season. I have said that just give him a chance, man. Just please, like, let's just see if Steve puts him in closer to the end of the season. And tonight he absolutely showed up and showed out. It might not look like a lot on the stat sheet, but the rebounding was amazing. And the energy he brought, did you guys know he could get up like that? Because he's been trying to continue <laughs> to get those dunks, and he's been getting them. Like, he's actually been getting them. So, But my question to you guys, do you guys think Anthony Lamb is actually going to get, like, playoff minutes? Because the way Kaminga's been playing, I don't know. But, like, Steve keeps putting him in the game. So what do you guys think about that? So 
I'm going to make the pro lamb case because oh. I know Anthony will make the anti lamb case. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it, okay. It's not even the pro case, but he wants a big wing out there who can shoot the ball. Uh, and they haven't had Wiggins, right. and uh, they don't have Otto Porter from last year. And Jamichael Green is not a wing. So uh, Lamb has somehow ninja his way into that role. Um, right. He he shouldn't, though. He really shouldn't play those minutes in the playoffs. Like, there's no way around it. Um, and if they're fully healthy, like, I can't really justify it. I don't know. Andy, you got Yante now. I, I mean, there's... Andrew Wiggins, right? I mean, that's that's really the answer. I mean, if 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 Wiggins is back, then the it's it's the question solves itself um, for the Warriors. Uh, I, I do think that one thing that's interesting is Steve thinks that Lamb is kind of like a four, but Lamb doesn't rebound. And you just mentioned Moses Moody, who I don't know if he's athletic, boxes out. But but then to <laughs> your true. point, yeah, Moses Moody. And he's out there just ripping rebounds away, which I thought was surprising because we don't, you know, Moses Moody not super, the super athletic guy, but 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 Moody's got good timing, so he's he's got kind of the loony feel where he's got good timing around the ball, which kind of is like you need that when you're not the most athletic guy out there. Um, so yep. if Wiggins is back, then you know, listen, man, if I've got to watch Anthony Lamb in a playoff game, I will. <laughs> I, look, man, relax. I will not Thank be on this. I will not be <laughs> Thank on this show. You guys. Thanks, Sierra. Thank yeah. you, guys. Sierra, appreciate you. To her point, I'm looking this up right now. It, great points. Guards who are rebounding as well as Dante DiVincenzo. It's a short list. I'll give you the list in a few minutes. All right, let's get to our next. Let's get to our next caller. And Another guy with great timing, by the way. Another guy with great timing, especially yeah. offensive rebounds. Francisco, what up, man? How you doing? I'm great. What a roller coaster season! What a roller coaster game! And but we're well, we're on our way up. Good vibes all around, man. That Wigan smile was great. GP two dunking the last two weeks of pool. Kaminga is growing, man. Dante is playing well these last two games. Draymond put a clinic on the, the last six minutes of defense. Looney grabbing everything, and then Stephen Clay. So I just counted nine players here. So thank you, Lamb, for your services. But I don't think he's coming in in the playoffs. If all these nine players are healthy, you might get two minutes or something, but nothing like today. It's, it's a, you know, I was. Come, my buddies were texting me, and same thing as Sam was saying earlier. It is a Don Nelson nine right there. That is a yeah, but yeah. It's too small because you could you could see this like last year's rotation. It was around nine players, but to it, but it was Otto. Otto was really yeah. big. Yeah. So you can say Kaminga is in in Otto's spot, but Kaminga is not that big. He can't he can't play five with with yeah. Draymond. But man, I think they can they can go far. I don't know. That first that first half was troubling, but uh there's no Wiggins. So when he gets back with GP2 and with Dante, man, when when Dante and GP2 were on the floor together, full full court pressing, it was great. Imagine Special. that with Wiggins also. So yep. and Draymond and then one point and then Steph. Man, that's they they can play. They can wreck some havoc. So, well, 
just let just hope they win these two games, get into the into the sixth seed. Yeah, you and yeah, I think the match get a week's rest. Matchups are huge, but mm -hmm. like sacks are pretty deep. Like the only team that's really gonna punish you for not having bigs is probably probably the Lakers. Um, because even Denver, like you're not. Like you're, it's one guy, but Lakers, you've got multiple, multiple. Den anyway, yeah. anyway, I'm not gonna do matchups. Right yeah, yeah, I was gonna say no, Denver is the type of team you want to go like you, you zig when they zag. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Francisco, appreciate you. And just to Sierra's point on Dante, who's been one of the best rebounding guards on a permanent basis for guards who played a reasonable amount of minutes. Uh, Dante is 14th or 15th in rebounding. It's pretty impressive. He's right there with like James Harden. Terrence Davis, Dyson Daniels, Steph Curry, Paul George. Um, getting a lot of rebounds. So yeah. Yeah. give him credit. Yeah. All he's right. going to make some money this offseason. Okay. Right. Ishan, what's up, my man? Hey, guys. Uh, long time no see. I just wanted to call you guys after a while. Um, I just wanted to like just uh, talk about a few things um, since it's been a while, but I was like, uh, those last like three minutes like i always tell my buddies i'm like that was basketball porn in my opinion when literally draymond and all of the defense as anchoring the defense like that and that gets me so much more excited than like steph threes nowadays because the way that game was going and how they weren't missing shots like okc like they were just like 100 from like three and then them like strapping down in their boots and just locking down at the end was just a beautiful thing to see in my opinion and i kind of wanted to ask like on top of that is like draymond green like i want to know like i know people me media doesn't talk about like defense a lot but like i have them ranked pretty high on best defenders ever to play in my opinion like i'm taking them over a lot of people um, it's just great to see some of those things have coming together, like Moses Moody and Kaminga looking great on those boards. And it's just, it's looking really good. And another, another last thing I wanted to say was the Wiggins conditioning is like kind of worrying me because like they did hint to it. And, um, I know like when he had that abductor, adductor strain, um, it took him a while to get back into things. And like, it took him like four or five games to like have that 29 point game that he had against the wizards. Uh, when we were struggling and uh, that got us a win. So I'm a little worried about that and I hope he gets to playing soon, but it's great to have him back. But yeah. Great call. By the way. I, yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. No, no, you go for it. Um, the Draymond stuff is, we didn't talk about him at all today. Um, that stuff is, is, I don't know, man. When you, there's not a player that I want defensively in a 12 minute game. The Warriors had a 12 minute game tonight. And Draymond was ridiculous. The way he plays basketball is just beautiful. Like when he's locked in, it's it's a beautiful sight to yeah. see. Yeah. Or when he's locked in. The <laughs> only guy I think in the NBA that can actually contest without fouling consistently. I, I think it's him, it's Giannis, and it's Anthony Davis. And Giannis and Anthony Davis have a have a little built-in advantage called being seven foot tall uh, um, and, and really mobile. Uh, and other than those two guys, Draymond Green is the only guy that can contest out there. He's a little slow perimeter. Like, saw, saw him a little bit, just guys driving by him. But, dude, he is. I mean, I Andy, I just, I, I'd like to push some pushback on you is that, yeah. like, you see him when in the Pelicans game, you need CJ McCollum gets the ball at the top and Draymond right. Green gets on the top and that ball barely hits the backboard, like, on that layup. And yeah. Just he, when he, when he's dialed in, it's just, it's great. Yeah, it's special. It's he special. is special. 
Ishan, appreciate you calling in. I mean, it's it speaks to how special Draymond is defensively that the only players we're willing to entertain the conversation with are guys who won the genetic lottery in a way that like where you're just like, well, man, you know, he can he can just reach things that no one else can reach. Um, but Draymond's timing is as special as it gets. His IQ is as special as it gets. And like, you know, let's not forget that when he does a podcast that annoys us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Even <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm saying though. Like he can, he can, um, he can have his moments where you're like, "All right, enough, bro." <laughs> that, that's where I'm at. That's where I really agree with you. Is I get it, man. The guy's annoying as hell with the <laughs> podcast stuff. Annoying as today he 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 compared he compared him he compared himself to slavery today. I just I I didn't listen to it. I I don't need it. I don't need it. Just you, you saw you saw like uh, NBA Central aggregated, yeah. and you're like deleting. Not, yeah, not. I, no, seriously. I looked you, at it. And, you know how Twitter has a <laughs> does this topic interest you? I went absolutely not. Get that shit out of my I just no. Dude. I'm good. Just I, I love watching Draymond. I don't need the other. I don't need the the podcast stuff. I also like really enjoy him as as a person in general, but it's just so clear that that stuff is like a persona for like it feels like wrestling to me, you know? Where it's just like, ah, you know, I can I, I'll miss the I'll miss the clutch kayfabe phase you know like i'm, I'm out on it you know <laughs> i mean so. i saw george kittle do wrestling and i'm like wouldn't draymond green be perfect you know what i mean like like just another guy in the bay that just yeah. should just be great at wwe and the, the two of them like why have they not have, why have they, i grew up with um you know dennis rodman and carl malone doing wrestling uh-uh. and like honestly like yeah george kittle draymond green wrestlemania um although, although honestly probably Probably for the better, Draymond does none of that stuff. I was right gonna now. say, I was gonna say, but in theory, <laughs> they're well, they're both they're both brittle guys. <laughs> he kittles yeah. out five games a year, and Draymond's body. Hey, but but he's got he's got like four to five months till he has to play. Yeah, you know? so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's facts. Uh, that's facts. Um, all right, you got more callers? Or are we doing producer? Let's get to the, let's voicemails? get to the, let's get to the voicemails, Timmy. All right, let's get to the goons. Okay, the game is not quite over yet, but this is just a special message for Moses Moody, who stays ready so he doesn't ever have to get ready. He was amazing in this game. He brought so much energy for us after he blew that box out off of the missed free throw. That was it for him, the turning point. He just turned it all the way up. Just a really, really solid game from number four. Moses Moody. Have a great, great night, guys. Bye. Oh, I miss Karima calling in. Should we give Moses Moody more love? We give, we give how good do you think love. he's gonna? How good do you think he's gonna be? I think he's an excellent. I think he's gonna be an excellent player. Um, not an all star. Um, I think he's gonna be the type of winning player that most teams will want. Let me, let me ask you this: Moses Moody or Danny Green? Yeah, dude. I mean, Dan, I mean, Danny Green has has had an elite career. I think Danny Green's going to be a better player just because he's been so good for so long. You're just it, betting on the known quantity versus the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Danny, dude. I mean, I know the nerds love Danny Green, but 
Danny Green, <laughs> Danny Green was he? Uh, I mean, wasn't he kind of the one of the main grandfathers of the three and D wing? I mean, you think of three yeah. and D wing, you just throw Danny Green up there. That's the reason yeah. why he played for thirty different teams. Um, if Moses Moody gets to eighty percent of that player, I mean, yeah, he's going to be in the league for twenty years. And with the way that the NBA is ref nowadays, I mean, he has a little bit more bounce and dribble to his game. Uh, maybe like too much. He tries to do a little bit too much sometimes, but the older he gets, the better he's going to get at that, you would think. So, um, I don't know. I, you know I love him. You know I love him. I, I, I hope he gets a real true chance next year um, yeah. to, to kind of show his, show his stuff. I mean, he's going to have to. Dante's not going to be here. So, they're going to have to have him out there to, to kind of do. Not I think he's got more. Sc- I think he has more scoring ability than someone like Danny Green. But not as much scoring ability as he thinks he has, which is probably Steve Kerr's issue where he's like, Whoa, I don't need you breaking off the offense. When we got like Jordan Poole and clay standing right there. Correct. And my so. issue with Steve Kerr is like, Hey man, it's not been working this season. You got it. You got it. I know you don't like the kids, but you just gotta, don't you bury know. him. Yeah. Like co- actually coach him instead of just burying him, you know? I can so <laughs> uh, it's good. Next one. Boys, I'm not even going to finish this game. It's like two minutes, 44 seconds left. What a game. What an amazing game. Uh, my only two takeaways, you know, I just can't. Andy, I know you're already fearless on this, but Sam, I feel like Moody had his minutes stolen this year by your favorite player, Mr. Tony Lamb. Oh. And it just feels like we miss an opportunity <laughs> to further develop Moody or even PBJ. I feel like we just need to let the young guns get their legs under them. And then number two, welcome back, Wigs. Can't wait to see you on the floor. Thanks, guys. Catch you next game. I don't disagree. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not out here saying that Tony Lamb should be playing over Moses Moody. I've never been that guy. <laughs> Uh, why am I apologizing? I feel like I'm on the stand. He's a uh, <laughs> he's a uh, pretty good friends with Steph and Draymond. Do we want to talk about uh, the the after party at Draymond's? <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Too much too much Tony Lamb tonight. Let's keep it moving. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Daniel. So basically, it was a big win tonight. Great to see Wig smiling on the bench. Uh, we're basically you know every game's a playoff game right now. So wanted to kind of talk playoff rotations and get your thoughts. So if we got Steph, Clay, uh, Wiggs, Draymond, Looney, then you got DP2, Poole, Dante. That's eight. But I don't know if that's a playoff rotation unless we're, we're talking stretch four, Clay, you know, the little big man shout out fits DP2 at center. So are you guys thinking it's just Kaminga gets all other minutes? You know, we're not, we're not talking about Lamb in the front court, but it's just JK gets every other minute as the ninth man and that's our front court rotation or or you know you can't roll 10 deep in the playoffs once it gets into crunch time so we'd love to kind of get your thoughts on um, what steve kind of try. playoff rotation you think steve has in his back pocket have a good show guys uh looking forward to it Bye. three guards coming off the bench is hilarious um but they don't have a choice i mean it's, it's yeah it's, Pool, pool GB2 and Dante. Um, I don't think Wiggins is going to start, so they'll kind of solve it a little bit by probably. But he'll, he'll eventually start. That's that's the. So let's yeah. assume he's Western starting. Conference Finals, right? Yeah, when the Warriors get. Nah, he's starting earlier than that. Um, Kaminga's got to be the ninth. 
Okay, the the starting lineup everyone knows with Looney and Wiggins and all that. So then you got Poole, GP2, Kuminga. Dante. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of guards, man. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. And you know, of those four guys, who's gonna be the guy that gets the short uh who's the guy that gets the short end of the stick? It's Kaminga, right? So like it could be just those guys, which is why, you know, God, I'm going to go backwards on this a little bit because Reese asked me why the fuck Anthony Lamb was starting. And I'm just like, part of it is, you know, OKC is going small. Part of it is they do try to separate Draymond and Looney, right? Like yeah. it's it's part of it is you can't play those guys for long together until the end because you're just your bench is going to be terrible. Well, you don't have backups. So <laughs> you don't. And Jermichael Green's out of the rotation and he wasn't really he was terrible defensively when he was in there. Right. The only way yeah. the only way Jermichael Green's passable is when he makes threes at a 50 percent clip, uh, which is which is funny because you would think Nemanja Bielitsa, who is essentially was in Jermichael Green's place. Bielitsa was I wouldn't say he's good defensively, Sam, but he was good enough. He was good better, enough. Better rotational awareness. It's a least. very polite way to put to it. Say the <laughs> least. That's exactly what he's better at, honestly. He's just not a dumbass. On the, just on uh, uh, mentally aware. Anyway, yeah. um, let's get to the last one. We'll call last it one. that. All right. Hey, Sam and Andy. Calling here from Taiwan. Huge team win, especially with the Lakers, the T-Wolves, and the Suns getting wins today. The Dubs had to find a way to get a win against the Thunder at home. And they did. It's going to go really far for our seeding. I've been like focusing too much on like individual performances and negativity with that, with how bad our season's gone. But I like how the team's rounding out now with Wiggins coming back. Go Dubs. I'll be in Taiwan, whoever this guy is calling for. I didn't catch his name uh, in mid May. So, uh, yeah. uh, so uh, shoot me some Rex, man. DM me or send it to, to the light years. Oh, you're, you're weak. You need, you need to meet up with the callers. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this. Recommend me thing. Make them, make them hang out with you. He's going to handle it. <laughs> spend, I'm t- I'll tell her, I'm telling her we're going to spend a whole day at the bar somewhere in Taipei. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Um, yeah, man, just big win. Let's, let's leave it here. We'll be back. Um, we got a special episode for you. And then, um, got something free on the weekend. Very close to the playoffs. Very close. Didn't do standings watch on this one, but you guys have got enough standings watch. Yeah. We'll see you in sack. Round one. All right. <laughs>